before you even begin to consider potential investment opportunities, you have to know why you're investing and what you're looking to get out of it. Welcome to the Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances, and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host, Camilla Jeffs, has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial stability. Welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. This is episode 66, why you should know your goals before investing. I'm your host, Camilla Jeffs, and I'm so glad you're here. And if you're new here at Quiet Wealth, we talk about three pillars. Number one is investing. We're not just talking about basic investing. We're talking about really getting into the game and leveling up and becoming a real investor. Pillar number two is building a business, a business that you love, a business that will help support your investments and will really bring you those tax advantages you need to build true wealth. And pillar three is generational wealth, how to really pass that on to the next generation. So today we're talking about the investment pillar. So why you should know your goals before investing. I want you to take a minute to think about the process that you use to find the home that you're currently living in. So you probably had a checklist, right? That included a specific area, specific schools. I know that was important for me and my children. Commute time. That was another one. Last time we were moving, my corporate job moved us. And so I pinned where the job was and I drew a one hour radius around that for the commute time because I didn't want to commute any more than an hour, but I knew I wanted to live out in the country. So I would have to commute. So that was important, right? Number of bedrooms you're looking for, number of bathrooms, what type of kitchen. And, you know, if you're looking for a three bedroom with plenty of green space in mind for your family, it's not very likely you would have settled for a one bedroom high rise condo even though it had the view, right? Now, it's the same type of situation when you're investing in real estate. Well, before you even begin to consider potential investment opportunities, you have to know why you're investing and what you're looking to get out of it. Because without clear goals, you'll easily be swayed or frankly paralyzed by beautiful photos, well-marketed opportunities that don't actually align with your investing goals. So I'm going to walk you through several examples. And as we do so, I want you to see if one of those resonates with you. Because with clear goals in mind, you'll know just what to do when the right investment opportunity comes along. So here's example number one, investing for cash flow. Now, Katie is a mom who works a corporate full-time job. While the income is great, the meetings, the commute, and other daily hassles aren't worth her time away from the kids. So she'd like to create passive income, about $2,000 a month, that will fully cover her family's current living expenses, which would give her the freedom to quit her job. So finding investments that provide steady cash flow now would replace her income and allow her to be fully present with her children or maybe replace half her income so she could be half working and half at home. So if Katie requires $24,000 per year, that's $2,000 a month, she would need to invest roughly $300,000 if expected returns are in the 8% range. 
So $300,000 invested multiplied by an 8% cash flow equals $24,000 in passive income per year. So with this knowledge and the numbers in mind, Katie should really focus on cash flow first and foremost. So that means any investments with lower projected cash flow returns automatically be discarded. And any opportunities reflecting 8% or higher should really get her attention. Now, investing goal example number two is investing for appreciation. So Jesse, meanwhile, is single, no children, has excellent cash flow and isn't necessarily interested in quitting her full-time job and is more interested in potential appreciation. So she's seen how property values have experienced huge upswings and she loves the idea of investing in large cities like New York and San Francisco. Now she's aware of the higher risk and the longer amount of time that she'll have to wait until the payout, but she's okay with that since the current cash flow situation is pretty strong. So even if her investment doesn't appreciate as much as expected, that's all right with her. She's more interested in the chance that it might. Now, common investment advice is that these types of investments are riskier and you should always invest for cash flow. But there are investors with a higher risk tolerance who voluntarily take on the risk for the possibility of appreciation. You just have to be aware of your own risk tolerance and where you are in that. Now, in this case, Jessie is aware of the pros and cons. She knows that there are winners and there are losers in the game. And she looks for value-add deals in appreciating markets to increase her chance for high returns. All right, example number three is the hybrid, investing for cash flow and appreciation. So if you didn't really feel comfortable in either Katie's or Jesse's shoes, that's okay. That just means you're among the majority and that you'd like a mix of cash flow and appreciation. So hybrid investments that provide some cash flow throughout the project in addition to the potential for appreciation, they do exist. Don't be afraid to look for that sweet spot where you get ongoing cash flow to cover living expenses, plus the potential for appreciation later on in the project. Now, the investment summaries for real estate syndication opportunities are purposely made to attract your attention with pretty colors, beautiful photos, which is exactly why it's important to know your purpose for investing in the first place. Because then when a deal comes along that aligns with your goals, you can confidently flip past the gorgeous pictures, focus on those numbers, and pounce quickly without second-guessing yourself. Now, if you need help understanding your goals or understanding what type of approach that you need, please go sign up for my investor crew on my website, steadystreaminvestments.com. Click the invest button, fill out the form, and we will reach out to you to have a free 30-minute strategy session and help you understand your goals and what you're looking for in an investment. And then we can explore if we have investment opportunities that would fit your needs or if you need to find something else. And that's totally fine with me. And one of the things I love to do is have these sessions with investors and just to chat through what your experience has been, what your goals are, and see if we can help. So that's what I have for you today. Thanks so much for joining. Remember, please share this episode. We need to share the wealth by sharing the education. Take care. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, 
please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.